Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Unscheduled CEO Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, Jonathan Courtney, and coming to you from Berlin, from the AJ and Smart office. Listen to those funky beats. Oh. All right, we got enough of that. So, here's the thing. This is pretty much all being recorded live. There's no editing here at all. So, everything you hear, everything that happens, all of the technical issues, um, they're going to stay. They're going to stay in this podcast while I figure things out. Um, I'm using this like thing called a Rodecaster Pro 2 to pretty much do everything in this podcast. Wait, let me just take out my... Uh, <laughs> Ah, I've got these uh, elastics on my braces. Yeah, I've got braces. They're making noises. I can hear them in my head. Um, yeah, so I'm recording everything live. There's no editing. I'm using this Roadcaster Pro 2 thing, um, which is not fucking working. Uh, so you're going to hear a lot of... And, and that's also why like the most generic music of all time was played, you know. Let's do... Oh! It's, it was literally included with the Roadcaster. Road, if you're listening, your device is not updating and your support does not work during European time zones. I thought Road was a German company. Apparently, it's like American and Australian or something. All right. So, anyway, whatever. This is a new podcast that I'm going to be trying out for the next few weeks. Uh, every Tuesday, it's an experiment. I don't know if I'll keep doing it. I'll, I'll keep doing it if a lot of people listen to it and if a lot of people like it. It's called the Unscheduled CEO because uh, I'm the CEO of a company. I run AJ and Smart, if this is your first time hearing from me, although probably at this point you'd already have turned it off because you're like, um, you know, this is just rambly bullshit. So my name is Jonathan. I'm the CEO of a company called AJ and Smart. We are kind of two things. We're a consulting business. We've been, you know, this is our 12th year. We consult and help some of the biggest companies in the world, all your favorite brands um, to on their product strategy and their product design. We also teach companies how to, we teach employees at companies how to facilitate and we teach individuals how to facilitate and run workshops. Not going to go too into that. And this podcast you know, I'm recording it from the AJ and Smart office. I'm recording it live, uh, meaning there's no edits, like I already said. And so it's a really raw look behind the scenes at running a successful small business. And there'll be some audience interaction. I'm going to be doing like a, a mailbox sort of thing where I'll be reading out your messages and um, reading out your questions. If you have questions right now while you're listening to this, I think the places that I'll be using to collect it will be my blog. My blog is howtobusiness.substack.com. There'll probably be no links in the description of this uh, podcast because I don't want to do that. And so why am I doing this podcast? I just had an urge to do it and I thought it would be fun. And if it's not fun, then I'll stop doing it. But for now, I, I, just, I just like, I, I, there's a format. I like this format, this sort of open chatty format with occasional nuggets of useful information. So if you're, who is this for? I guess if you are 
the CEO of a small business or, you know, a small team, if you're an entrepreneur who's uh, trying to start something and you find it interesting to hear another CEO who's running a business uh, talk about the things that work, the things that haven't worked and just anecdotes from behind the scenes of running a business. Um, it's mostly hopefully just going to be comfort noise in your ears. This is not like Tim Ferriss's podcast or it's not like, uh, I don't know, Stephen Bartlett's podcast. I don't know if you know the diary of a CEO, the diarrhea of a CEO, um, the diary of a CEO. It's like a very serious, it's all about interviews. I don't want to, I don't want to schedule interviews. This whole thing, the, the name of the podcast, The Unscheduled CEO, is, you know, my life as a CEO. Most CEOs have like a million meetings every day. My calendar is usually completely open so I can do things like this whenever I feel like, um, which also allows me to think about the bigger picture of the business rather than just doing meetings all the time. My life is completely unscheduled. And it, it did take a long time to get to this point, but um, it was a decision and... I really enjoy that. Now, uh, and maybe I'll go into that topic. I'll like do a, an episode on what my own schedule life looks like and how to get there. Uh, and probably that should be episode one, but I don't know. I'm just not feeling it right now. And again, this is more of like a, right now it's just for my entertainment. I'm doing this for my entertainment. And if other people happen to find it fun to listen to, um, then that will be great. And let's see. I mean, who knows? Maybe this episode will never get out because I'll be bored about the idea of doing a podcast by next week. Okay, I'm taking a sip. Um, yeah, and occasionally I'll have guests and stuff. But what I'm going to do, I'll probably run this podcast every Tuesday for about six weeks. And if it gets enough listeners, I'll keep doing it. If it doesn't, I won't. Or if it's not fun, I won't do it. Um I'm all about the numbers. So if you're listening to this by the end of this episode or by the middle of this episode and you're like, yeah, this is what I was hoping for. This is what I like. This is the kind of thing I want to listen to. And if you want to keep it going, all you got to do is share it and convince maybe one other entrepreneur to listen to it. Um, yeah. Also, if you're listening to this on Substack, I'm probably going to po uh, post this one on Substack at least. Um, you can download this in any podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. <laughs> Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's already on those platforms. If it's not, then, well, then I've, you know, fucked up. All right, let's see. Um, how was that intro? Oh, thanks. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that. Um, uh, what's this? Oh, I don't like that. What's What's this? No. Okay, I'm just seeing... Oh, what a piece of... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm just testing out this this device here. Uh, the sad thing is that I'm recording this entire thing and I've had so many problems with this device this morning that I don't even really know if this is recording. So we'll see. Okay, so the topic of today's episode or like okay so here's the structure i'm thinking for the podcast the structure i'm thinking for the podcast is the intro there'll be like an intro section where i give you an update on what's happening with the business maybe i'll do that now and i wanted to have some music like newsy type music so imagine imagine this is maybe i can play it from my laptop oh i have an idea let's see if this works let's see if the bluetooth works okay i'm gonna try something here so if i turn that up can I connect this to Bluetooth? 
Oh my god, why didn't I think of this earlier? Okay. Uh, let's find the... I wonder, can I do this while I'm recording? Oh, this is very risky. System, Bluetooth, um, now discover... Okay, but can I import Bluetooth? Hmm. 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 Oh, connect. Okay, connect. I'm connecting. Bluetooth. Okay, the MacBook is connected. But the question is, now if I play music from the Mac, will it play into... Because I have all the music I want to use. Let's see. Oh, oh, that played. I think, did that just play into the... Oh my God, this is exciting. Is this... Oh, I mean, I can hear it in my headphones. I don't know if it's recording. Okay, well, if this works then this is fucking brilliant. This device is cool. It's cool again. All right, let's see. So, um, no, that's for the mailbox. Let's go. Let's talk about everybody. Right now we're going to... Okay, so structure. Yeah, I was talking about the structure. Fuck. Um, Part one is here's what's happening with the business, sort of some updates on the business, like things that are going well, things that are not going well, whatever. Uh, part two will be sort of the topic of the week. So this week, I think I want to talk about the the topic that I'm uh, I'm trying to bring the business to 10 million euro revenue per year. We are below 10 million currently, although I think we're on a good track to hit it in 2023. Uh, 10 million gross revenue. Uh, with a 50% profit margin. That's what I'm aiming for. Very specifically, gross revenue is just, I'm using gross revenue as an easy way to measure uh, because net revenue is a little bit harder to to measure because the taxes and all that kind of stuff have to be taken off. So I'm looking at the target of 10 million gross revenue. That's what I'm aiming for. So I wanted to talk about like why and how I think I'll get there, etc from where we are right now and then I, I, i'm going to answer your questions uh so there'll be like the mailbox section and i was thinking of this music for the mailbox section let's see if this works maybe i i, I don't know how loud it is it's kind of cool <laughs> i like that all right cool all right, so uh, let's see. Um, I kind of want to start the podcast again now because I've got some different music. All right, let's see. Let's see. Here's... Let me listen to this here. No, 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 no. What's this? No, what's this? Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. I had a song that I wanted to play. For... All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Unscheduled CEO. Ooh. Oh, yeah. A podcast where you can take a look behind the scenes of a successful seven-figure business. I think a rare look behind the scenes at a successful seven-figure business. Um, 
I think it's rare because, I don't know, most people do these podcasts to just sell stuff. And they're not very authentic. They're just like fake versions of themselves. But you're going to be getting a real look behind the scenes here. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like that intro. Okay. We're gonna, that, that I think I'm going to use as the intro music. Okay. Now, I was thinking, should I have some like quiet... No. Okay. We don't need any music for this section. Okay. So what's been going on? You haven't heard from me in about two years because I kind of quit social media. Um, we stopped the Jake and Jonathan podcast, which I love doing. Why did we stop the Jake and Jonathan podcast? Well, because it was just honestly, look at the name of this podcast, the unscheduled CEO. I'm not good. And, and, and Jake as well. Like we're not good working on other people's schedules. <laughs> and uh, what kept happening in the last weeks of the Jake and Jonathan podcast is that we just kept missing episodes because, or, or like we wanted to keep it going every week, but we kept missing episodes. I, I missed a lot of episodes. Jake missed less, but also a few. And in the end, um, we just came to the conclusion that we're going to stop it. And it's for me, what I've realized in that time is that the only things that I'll consistently do are things where I can completely control my own schedule. And so this podcast or trying out this podcast as an experiment is a way for me to do that. And format is also very important to me. I don't want, at least for now, I don't want to have to edit the episodes. I don't want to have to send it for editing. I like this kind of live feel. I might even live stream these episodes so I can interact with you. Um, I like this live feel. I like being able to do everything myself. I like the fun. I mean, I literally just figured out how to get the music working right there in real time uh, while this episode was going. And, and I don't even fucking know if it's going to work. So what's been going on at AJ and Smart in the last two years? We really doubled down on the topic of facilitation. So it was probably something I was talking about uh, two years ago, but it's something we really decided to go all in on, that we are the company that can train your company or can train you on how to be a facilitator. So we're doing uh, last week or the 5th of January, we launched our new facilitation course. It's called Facilitation Fundamentals. This is not a sales pitch because you cannot buy it right now. Uh, we're doing a marketing, we're sort of slowly rolling it out to our current audience. Um, it's an entry level beginners facilitation course. I think we can, when we're looking at the numbers, when we're looking at how are we going to get to 10 million, I think this is going to be at least two and a half to 3 million of that 10 million. Um, we also have the workshop or master program, which is another one of our courses. It's sort of like our higher level, higher end course. Um, that's actually where I've been putting a lot of my time. If you haven't been listening to the podcast or I haven't been on podcasts, but I have been doing weekly, uh, two to three hour calls with the, uh, members of workshop or master. We also of course have the consulting business, which has also started doing a lot more training in the facilitation and workshopping site. So we've been working with large corporates training like 200 of their staff, 300 of their staff. Um, in facilitation and workshopping, which has been really cool to see. So yeah, a lot of what we're doing has sort of consolidated around this workshopping and facilitation topic. 
And I think we can dominate that topic. I really, really do. I think it's a really nice niche for us to go into. And I'm sort of campaigning internally for us to really dominate that topic. My role in the business as CEO, I mean, it's basically two businesses. It's two separate businesses. We have the um, workshopper team, which is around 10 people, maybe more actually now, uh, run by Laura. That team um, does all the online course stuff, does sort of the B2C uh, consumer-facing things you see on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. She sells the courses. And then we have Sarah and Steve's team, which is a consulting business, um, and they do all the corporate, large-scale corporate things, plus consulting, plus strategy, um, you know, that kind of stuff with really nice clients, um, which we're usually not allowed to talk about, usually. <laughs> uh, but sometimes we are. Um, and I think what would be cool as well with the podcast is if I can get Laura on this podcast, Sarah on this podcast, Steve on this podcast, just when they're in the office, you know, not making it such a big deal, just asking them how the business is going. Um, yes, so me personally, my job here at AJ and Smart is I'm sort of like the the person who's looking at the big picture, zoomed out, reading a lot, making a lot of connections, meeting a lot of people. And I guess my, like, if we look at um, Sarah, Steve and Laura's jobs, their job is really keep this business growing on a day-to-day basis, managing the staff, um, making sure the quality of the work is really high. Whereas my job is more, where is this thing going in the next few years and how do we keep it growing? Uh, how do we make sure that it's not uh, falling into in- insignificance? I mean, this is the 12th year of this business. Most businesses, especially small businesses that are self-funded, do not last this long. Most people give up by now or they shrink or they get whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about 2023. Uh, and this podcast, I just don't like doing social media I don't like the, the, like, uh, you know, this podcast is like a safe place for me to talk about the business without having to get involved in all the bullshit that's on social media. I don't know, every time there's some uh, big political thing happens in the news, when you're on social media and when you're like an influencer, you're expected to comment on all of that crap. I just don't want to. This is, this, I I just, it's just not interesting to me. I want to talk about the business. I want to talk about nice products I like. I don't want to be getting involved in Um, the kinds of things that people want you to get involved in when you are on social media. And you know what? I also enjoy not being on social media. I don't know when the last, the probably the the next time I'll post on social media, next time I'll log into Instagram is just to post about this podcast. Um, like I mentioned, please share this podcast because I will stop doing it. If not enough people listen to it, please, please, please share it, share, like, I don't know, share the, I don't know, share it or review it. I don't know. Um, by the way, I don't know if you've listened, if you haven't listened to my podcast before, please only review it. If you're going to give it five stars, I'm not looking for honest feedback. (laughs) Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know. There's a lot been going on as well. I, I felt, um, little bit burnt out in 2022. These are things we can go into in this podcast. These are the, this is the kind of stuff you want to hear, but not burnt out by the business, just a lot of personal life shit happening, um, which has not been necessarily solved now as of recording this, um, but is a bit more calm. Uh, thank fuck for that. But 
I, just, I don't know. I just thought I'd hit the cricket button because it was getting awkward. Um, yeah, but so that sort of stuff we can talk about as well, you know, running a business. I mean, if you're running a business for this long, uh, you'll also, you, you know, you also have a personal life and that interferes. <laughs> stuff happens and uh, makes things stressful. But what's been really cool, I guess what's been really amazing and a good I guess uh, something to be very grateful for is that during this period of 2022 and the end of 2021 being extremely stressful for me, uh, the business kept growing. So this is this is just amazing. Like normally, uh, if you have like if you have to deal with the kind of shit I was dealing with in 2022 uh, on the personal side. By the way, this is it. In case you're like you're speculating in your mind, it's not like. It's it's not like I got sued or something or something crazy. It's more like normal things that happen in life, uh, which are stressful, um, which I'm not going to go into right now anyway, but uh, just in case people are like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? Um, I didn't, nobody got murdered or something. Um, but yeah, it was very stressful and it did reduce my ability to work at, to the level I had been working Um but the business kept growing, which is amazing. So the business, thank you, AJ and Smart, and also the fucking, the whole team and the management and this everyone uh, for keeping this machine running and growing and getting better than ever in 2022. But now I'm back. I'm back. Um. <laughs> I'm back, everyone. Okay. So, yeah. What's this button do? Oh, that's kind of cute. That is kind of cute. Oh, I, I recorded this one earlier. How about this? Oh, I don't have a schedule. Oh. <laughs> uh, anytime anyone asks me, hey, do you want to meet next week? Oh, I don't have a schedule. Oh. Oh, hey, John. Um, Are you up for a beer tomorrow? Uh, oh, I oh. don't have a schedule. And there's, too oh. much, there's too much silence in the beginning oh. of that one. Uh, I can't do the joke properly when it's... Wait a second. Maybe I can edit it. No, I'm not going to do that right now. It's already a disrespectful enough podcast. Um, yeah, so 2022, wild. Um, also, it's not like... And I know AJ and Smart employees will listen to this podcast. Some of them will get through this much of it. Um, they know this. They know how crazy it was in 2022 for me so they're not going to be like oh my god jonathan was stressed in 2022 i tell i tell tell people like the stuff um but yeah still managed to create a new course still managed to create a new multi-million euro course and uh still managed to run our top level uh program which is also multi-million euro so it was still it was still a very good year um but yeah, so much, so much has been going on the last, like just from business, like, wait a second. Will I put on some, will I hit, what does this sound like? Oh, how do I just listen to it without you hearing it? Is it like this one? I don't know. No. How do I just, how do I just. Okay, let me just go. Okay, let me go back here. So yeah, 2020, 2022, 2021, 2020 were quite wild from a business perspective. 
you know, just when we would get, we, we would just be like, you know what, we're on a really good track here. Um, everything is going fine. And then it's like COVID. Oh, cool. That's great. And then it's like recession. And then it's like war. And then it's ugh, energy crisis and COVID again. And it was insane. The amount of turmoil in the last few years, just from a business perspective. Um, but you know what? We still grew. It's It's wild. Like the... I mean, if we had not done anything, we would have failed miserably. But the the steering of the ship from the leadership team and and myself uh, kept us all <laughs> kept the business alive. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm very very happy where where we are at right now. What is that noise? What is that? Is it my mouth? <laughs> is my mouth making that noise? Um, what is that? Sorry, there's a weird noise happening in the background. Um, but you know oh, what? Oh, I don't have a schedule. Oh. I hope you all like that. So yeah, it's been a it's been a fucking it's definitely been the cra- it's been last 3 years without a doubt have been the craziest 3 years of my entire life. Most stressful, most crazy and still fun. So, uh oh, I just got a looking at the Slack, AJ and Smart Slack channel. And there's a big malware operation targeting Germany right now, trying to gain access to bank and trading apps. If you get any verification messages. Okay, that's not good. If you're listening to this and you're living in Germany, watch out for those verification app things. Um, Oh, yeah, actually, I did have. Yeah, at the same time, I'm also getting... I'm talking about the cleaning expenses for the AJ and Smart Offices. Actually, quite high. By the way, this is being recorded from the AJ and Smart Office, and the idea is that uh, while businessy stuff is happening, I'll also just interact with it. And when people walk in to talk to me, I'll also just talk to them. Um, I this is consider this more like a live stream than a, a podcast, but it is still a podcast. All right. Oh no, I closed all the audio stuff Mm. intro music here we go okay so if any of you have been reading my new blog experiment uh which is howtobusiness.substack.com and like i said uh if you go to howtobusiness.substack.com if you get the app you can chat you can use the chat function um And that's where I'm going to be collecting your mailbox messages for now. Uh, I have a post there which says, what would you like me to write about next year? And I have a lot of questions here. And I also collected a lot of questions on LinkedIn. Eventually, I'll uh, make like a a mailbox email address and I'll I'll use that. So hopefully people actually listen and want to write in. Um, But on the How to Business blog, I, I spent, like as an experiment, I spent the last few weeks writing uh, two articles per week and I thought I would talk about or use one of them as a as a way to kick off as, as like one of the main themes for today and the main th- theme for today and this is also just for me to listen back on um, maybe, maybe I should have like a main theme like when we go into the main theme music so so what I want to talk about today And what I want to talk about today is the one simple rule that will double my revenue in 2023. So 
I want to double. I want to get past 10 million this year. And I don't actually need to 100% double. Whatever. Like, here's the one simple rule that I'm going to use to double my revenue in 2023. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to, it's a really short piece of, um, piece of text. So I'm just going to read out what is in the article that I posted just before Christmas, December 22nd. So one of the rules that my online course company workshopper is that every initiative we attempt must be able to produce a minimum of 1 million euro in revenue within 12 months. It's called a one twelve rule. Essentially, it's a way to make sure that the team is always making seven figure decisions versus five or six figure decisions. Here's an actual screenshot from the Google Doc I created with Laura, who runs the team. So the 112 rule. I'm reading from the 112 rule Google Doc right now, in case you're wondering. So each money-making initiative, this is a rule that the team has, by the way, just, just for context. So the, at AJ and Smart, at the workshopper team at AJ and Smart, this is a rule that I've created with the leader of that team, Laura. Each money-making initiative must have the hypothetical potential to make 1 million euro gross. 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 Um, wait, can I... Is there something I can use for gross? Mm. That'll do. Each money-making initiative must have the hypothetical potential to make 1 million euro gross within 12 months, and it must be the most effective and efficient way to make that 1 million. It's easy to come up with things that will make money, but it's not easy to come up with something that consistently and reliably can make seven figures with maximum efficiency. And here's uh, an example. I always put examples into the kind of company rules. Example. The retreat, so we ran this huge retreat in September, our biggest like in-person event ever. It was a fucking, you know, it was great. It was a, it was a fun experience, but it was also a fucking absolute nightmare. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that on another episode or if someone has a question they want to send in. Um, like I said, the, go to howtobusiness.substack.com and use the chat function if you have a question or, I don't know, LinkedIn or something. I, I don't know. So, um the retreat made 280,000 euro. Uh, this is the example. The retreat made 280,000 euro. To make a million, it by the way, 280,000 euro with and it had a quite a high profit margin uh, is still pretty good for an in-person event. Um, and it sold out within one week. So from a marketing perspective, it was amazing. However, this is a good example because even though it's amazing, it actually isn't a good thing for AJ and Smart to do. Okay, I'm reading it again. The retreat made 280,000 euro. To make a million, it would have had to, make, had to be run four times, which is a lot of effort. This is an example of an initiative that we would no longer attempt as if we had applied the same effort to workshop or master sales, we would have made even more money with less effort. The, okay, that's the excerpt from the rules. The 112, sorry, the 112 rule helps the leader of this team assess whether an initiative is worth pursuing before putting resources into it, and it creates a simple framework for determining which products to focus on. For me in 2023, so this is now, you know, I'm reading the article here. For me in 2023, I've decided to give myself a rule based on this initiative, um, but mixed up a little bit. It's called the 10-12 rule. Meaning in 2023, every business decision I make will be an eight 
figure business decision, meaning that everything I do has to make over 10 million per year, not 1 million per year. So, which also means that I, I, I did this um, post uh, in November that said I was looking for my next million dollar idea. Forget that shit. Forget it. For, wait. Wait. Forget. Where's that button? Where does that go? This is so weird. There was a sensor button. Mm. Oh, yeah. Forget. Forget that. Um, I'm looking for my next $10 million uh, business right now. Or not, not necessarily my next $10 million business, but the decisions I'm making, I'm making them in order to increase everything by 10 million, not by 1 million. And actually doing this podcast as part of that search. Um, maybe I'll, I'll reveal that if you're interested. You can ask those questions on the Substack chat if you're interested and want to know howtobusiness.substack.com. So there's a couple of reasons why I'm going to do this. Number one is I already know that I can create a business or a product or service that can make 1 million gross revenue per year. I've done that a lot of times and I've proven it over and over again. And it's not a very exciting challenge. It does. It didn't excite me. This idea of looking for a 1 million. I found loads of 1 million euro ideas that I could have done. And I kept almost starting them. And then I was like, why would I do this? Like, I, I know how to do this. Eight figure. The second thing is that eight figure decisions are completely different to seven figure decisions and will, and will allow me to upgrade how I think about running and growing a business. So if I want to make eight figure decisions, aka how will this make 10 million a year versus 1 million a year, I'm going to have to become a better CEO. It's going to take me out of my comfort zone. I'm going to have to look for mentors and people who've done it before uh, who can help me versus what I've been focusing on for the last 12 years, which is, you know, how do I get this thing to multiple seven figures? I've done that already and I know how to do it, but I don't know. I do not know how to make something that makes 10 million a year that, that knows how that can make something of this scale. Number three these are the reasons why I'm doing this, by the way, why I'm changing from seven to eight figures. Money is a simple way of measuring progress and one of the easiest uh, one of the easiest ways. And since running a business to me is a little bit like playing a video game, it's kind of boring to keep playing at the same level. So it is not that exciting to me to keep making this, these one million euro products. By the way, just so you know, I don't get a million. When we make a million euro product or a 10 million euro product, it's not like all of that is going into my bank account. Um, I'm running a business here. There's a lot of people working here. Uh, they get paid. They get commission. The machine, the business itself is also very expensive to run. Um, just in case you're just listening to this and you're like, oh my God, this guy just, you know, all these different million euro ideas straight into the pocket. That That's not how it works. Um, but yeah, money is a simple way to measure things. And it is boring if you're, if you at least for me, and I and I know other people have different opinions on this, and we'll go into that when we get to the mailbox section. For me, it's boring to to just keep making the same amount every year. And I don't really understand small business owners who just who are like, Yeah, we made, you know, we made a million this year. We'll probably make eight hundred next year. I'm like, if you don't grow, usually it goes backwards and it kind of fails. And I'm trying to I'm trying to build something here that I can, you know, 
that can keep supporting me and my family <laughs> for a long time. Um, number four is, and this is just being honest also, you know, I want to be honest in this podcast. I want to try to be as authentic as possible. And I know employees listen to this and I know that clients listen to this podcast, but I don't want to make that make me, I don't want to, I don't want that fact to stop me from being as authentic as possible. Um, the fourth reason is I do also want to pursue it for myself because I, there's a lot of, and I'll talk about this in the mailbox section as well, but there's the security and lifestyle upgrades that come with having an eight figure business versus a seven figure business does appeal to me. So there's like the selfish part of it too. So this is my mindset going forward in 2023. Um, this blog, so the how to business blog, but actually this, the unscheduled CEO podcast, this is going to be where you can hear about the journey of me trying to figure out, can, can I get AJ in part, <laughs> AJ in part, can I get AJ in smart past the 10 million mark in 2023? And when I say, can I do it? I mean, can I be the CEO of a company that does that? Of course, I'm not personally doing all of the work. We've got an amazing team here. You can tell I know that they're listening to this. <laughs> Although most of them won't get this far. It's already 37 minutes of unedited bullshit. Holy crap, it's 37 minutes. Um, by the way, if you got this far, and I would love to hear if you, like, I want to hear if you've enjoyed this. Let me know on LinkedIn or Substack or, or they're the only two places you'll be able to contact me. Um, you know what? Like there'll be a post about this podcast. So let me know underneath that post, how to business, how to business.substack.com. Look, if your if your feedback is that it's very rambly and it should be edited, I'm not going to do that. I'm doing I am doing this in a I already know that a huge percentage of people will already have turned this off and said, I don't need any of this bull crap in my life, this rambly <laughs> BS. I'm not learning anything. Um, those are not the people I'm making this for. I'm making this for people who would find value in hearing somebody who's running a business like this openly chat. And again, you know, you can treat this like a, a passive podcast. It doesn't have to be, you know, sitting down and really thinking. It can be just something you have on while you're cleaning or doing whatever, you know, it doesn't, or while you're walking to work or working out, it doesn't have to be uh, like extreme. I, I'm, I'm thinking about this as a very passive, uh, entertaining experience. So don't, don't stress too much. So yeah, if you have feedback, like let's just say the feedback I'm not going to really pay so much attention to is, oh yeah, it's too rambly, um, or too jokey, whatever. I don't, I know that. And I'm, it's, that's not going to change because I want to have fun. Um, but I want to know what you liked and what you want to hear more of because there's infinite feedback about what people don't like when you make something. Um, I can already make a like a hundred bullet point list of what people will not like about this podcast. And same with Jake and Jonathan. You know, when we did the previous podcast, which turned out to be one of the most popular design podcasts before we shut it down. Um, of course, I, I also had to like let, you know, when we were talking, when we would get feedback, I would also tell Jake, Jake, don't, don't worry about what people think about it. Like there's going to be a huge amount of people who don't like it, but the people who do like this are going to be super fans. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm trying the same, I'm trying the same shit here. Okay. So yeah, I would love to hear your, what, what 
if you found this useful, what you found useful about it. And also if you like the extremely open, um, non-edited, real-time editing version of this thing. Maybe next week I'll have more. Every week there'll be better technical aspects. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So that's my big uh, goal for 2023 is to try to bring AJ and Smart past the eight-figure mark. So I want us to be making more than 10 million revenue by the end of this year. And I also, it also means that my decision-making needs to change and I'm going to stop doing things that are seven-figure decisions. The teams should still make seven-figure decisions. I need to be making eight-figure decisions. So since we have two teams, if both of them make really good seven-figure decisions, the company will get to eight figures. Um, but there's a lot of things that I think we can do as a business that will get us to eight figures. So I'm excited about that. So... Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of what's going on at AJ and Smart. That's sort of what I'm thinking about in, in terms of where the business is going over the next few months. And now let's go to, let's see if I can get this. Let's turn this up here. Uh, this is the mailbox music. Now we're going to go to the mailbox and answer some of your questions. Oh no, why did that? There we go. All right. So we've got lots of questions here. I uh, collected them on LinkedIn and also on Substack. And I have not decided which questions I'm going to answer. Um, but I got some really good ones. So let's have a look here. Um, I'm not going to answer any questions about like designs, like design sprints or product consulting stuff i'm not don't really feel like answering those today anyway um let's have a look at oh this is a cool question from a from an ex-client actually uh So there's two questions here. I'll, I'll ask, I'll, I'll go with this question first and we'll see where we get to. So Boris Kerr, so thank you, Boris, for <laughs> asking this question. He asked, he asked this question on LinkedIn underneath a post. I, I haven't told people that this is a podcast yet, by the way. So when you're answering these, you're asking these questions online, you don't know that this is a podcast yet. So Boris Kerr asks, and I think this fits really well with today's theme, which is sort of money-ish. Why do you have money as a success metric? Perfect question. Well, there's a lot of different, um, <laughs> there's probably a lot to unpack. Number one, it is a simple way to measure success. And I'm not talking about like, you know, the deeper meaning of success and fulfillment. It is a really easy way to measure the success of a company. You know, if a company is uh, making more money every year than it did the year before, then it means that this company knows how to extract more value every year and it's getting better every year. And the machine, if the company is just a machine, then the machine is getting more and more efficient every year and getting better every year. And the easiest and almost only way to measure that 
is money. Of course, you could say, oh, but why can't we just measure it by customer success or NPS score? Well, you could have a really bad business model, which makes no business and cannot support any employees and can support their careers and can support your own career. Um, you can you can have a business that checks all of those boxes that is not a real business because you're just doing everything for the customers. But for me, a business is something that actually creates value and also creates enough profit uh, to pay all the employees to grow every year and to try out interesting projects. For example, you know, most, if a company is not growing every year and is not making enough money, then the CEO can't sit around for an hour and actually hours figuring out how to do this podcast thing and just ramble like this. Um, so the, yeah, for me, money is just an easy, easy, easy. It's the easiest, least bullshit way to measure a business's success. You know, if some investor or someone wants to buy AJ and Smart uh, or they want to see how much it's worth, they're not going to be like thinking about, but does it really, is it really like, is the mission amazing? Is the vision amazing? No, 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 no. They're just like, how much profit did you make this year versus last year versus the year before versus the year before? How much money are you going to make next year? Because it's just a really great and easy way to to measure <laughs> Um, and so for me, you know, it's just, a it's the simplicity of it. Why do I, so to remind you the question of Boris's question, why do I have money as a success, as a success metric? The other thing is, and then this goes more into the personal side of things. When I started AJ and Smart, I had zero money. I had zero financial security. Um, and I was starting from, from absolute zero when I was 20 and I notice, and this is not saying anything negative to you, Boris, and uh, absolutely not. Uh, I noticed that a lot of people who don't consider money to be important or a good measurement, I, I, I notice that they tend to have a lot more financial security than I had when I started out. Um, maybe they have like really successful parents or even not so successful, but who can still support uh, they're like, I, I know people whose parents, you know, supported them all the way up until they're like 35. And that's, you know, that's great. I, I'm not judging anyone who has that, but of course you're not going to feel like money is such an important thing when you haven't experienced not having any of it and then experience the direct contrast of having maybe a lot of it. And so for me, money, I've seen... Uh, by the way, I also enjoyed my time of having no money and working in bars and having multiple jobs. I, I really actually enjoyed that. Um, but definitely I, I do feel like it's a way that I measure the effort that I've put into this business and a way that I reward myself uh, for the work I've done and for the the things that I do. And it is something that does drive me. Now, I know that I I do also spend time with people who are much more wealthy than me. I've spend time with also with billionaires actually two very well-known billionaires in 2022 and of course at the point at there is a certain point where you have so much money that it doesn't matter and then you're not going to use that as a success metric you're just gonna want to do things that have more more impact um but i can tell you a lot of the people who use impact as a success metric for both their business and personal life 
are usually relatively unstressed out about money because their family can support them. Um, one more time, just to clarify, that's totally fine. I have no, like, obviously my daughter maybe won't, uh, I, I, I'd love, I'd love to give her the same like feeling of having to get a job and having to struggle through it. But, um, maybe she'll have the same, like not really being interested in money vibe when she's like 30 because she won't be, you know, she won't be scrambling to make it. Um, but yeah, for me, I just think money is a really easy success metric and all of the other ones that people tell me to use feel very fluffy, like impact. I don't, I don't know what's, what is like impact is something that's subjective. I think we're making a big impact as AJ and smart. I think that this podcast even could have an impact on people's lives just by entertaining people, you know, just by maybe someone's having a hard week and listening to this makes them feel cozy. <laughs> That's an impact. I don't really, th those things, I like having a simple, obvious, easy to measure success metric. And um, yeah, money is, money is an easy one for business and money is an easy one for personal life. And of course, look, if you're making lots of money and hate what you're doing, then that's a whole different story. I do not hate what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. So I know money is money is one of those sensitive topics because whenever I bring it up, like I used to not talk about it and now I talk about it more, um, not in the way of, hey, I have lots of money, but rather in the way of like, no, there are things that money can money actually up until a certain point does make your life better. And that's something that I, I almost, <laughs> it's almost like, can I edit this out? No, I can't. Um, up until a certain point, there's no doubt about it. Money does make your life better. And so it is also some form of a success metric. There's also those studies. I recently saw this study uh, was debunked. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Let me just check who this is. Two seconds. Hello. Hello, guten Tag. Ah, uh, es funktioniert jetzt uh, sehr gut. Ja, ja. <laughs> nee, nee, es funktioniert jetzt. Aber vielen Dank für die Anruf. Oh, schönen Tag noch. Ciao. Hi. That was uh, the company who does the heating in my apartment calling to see if it's working again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you're going to be getting on this podcast. Um, yeah. And of course I've now forgotten what I was talking about. I was talking about money and I was talking about, um, oh yeah, the study. So this, stu I can't believe I figured that out. So the study, you know, this study, everyone is like, oh, after 75, um, after $75,000, once you reach a certain point, money doesn't bring any more happiness. Um, apparently it's been debunked. And if you just keep, if you, there's like a, there's like a graph you can find somewhere where it's like, okay, after 250 K per year, it does start to reduce the satisfaction you get. However, it actually keeps going up forever. So whatever, obviously the best, the best thing I've ever heard about money was from Alex Hermosi. Money solves money problems. It doesn't solve anything else. So if you're, if you have personal issues, <laughs> um, then you know, it's not necessarily going to solve any of those things. And if you think buying things is going to 
solve anything. It won't, but buying things can also be enjoyable. Maybe it's a whole topic. Uh, you know, if you ask if you ask more questions about the money thing, then I'll answer them. Let me take a sip here. So yeah, the question was, why do you have money as a, as a success metric? And for me, the answer is, it's just the easiest. Mm. Great question, Boris. Thank you. Uh, let me have a look here. So many great questions. Let's go to Substack. Um, I know this, you know what, since there's silence here while I'm looking for the um, next question, we'll hit this song. Oh no, it stopped. Why did it stop? Hmm. Oh wait, I'm reading the wrong. Oh, I realize I'm I'm not reading the the right thing. <laughs> I have to go into the I have to go into the app. All right, well the Substack thing is not working right now, so I'm back here. Hmm. Let's see. So I'm going to answer this question from, and, and I'm really sorry, but your name is definitely difficult for me to pronounce on the fly here. And I probably should have chosen an easier name. <laughs> I should have chosen an easier person's name, but let's try this. Your name is Avab, A-V-V-A-B, Avab Lababidi, Lababidi. Um, I'm really sorry. I know I've said that horribly. You can correct me. So he asks, is it still as stressful as when it first started? Is running the business 12 years later as stressful as when it first started? Um, no. <laughs> I definitely feel less stress now than in the beginning. I think at the beginning, I, well, the beginning is also very exciting. You just don't know where the clients are going to come from. You don't know what the business is going to be. Um, you also, as the CEO, you're doing everything yourself. I was literally doing everything from paperwork to client acquisition to actually doing the client work um, to doing all of the sales, doing all of the content. I was just the one person doing everything. Of course, I had a co-founder as well. We were both doing everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, you know, this this whole podcast is called The Unscheduled CEO not having a schedule, not having other people telling me where, when I need to be a certain place when is, is way less stressful. Um, so yeah, I, I think the, I'd love to kind of give you a basic answer and say, oh yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's just different types of stress. No, it is less stressful now. Um, the other thing I will say is that and this is like on the more personal side, I have also started going, I started going to therapy two years ago. Um, this, uh, the things I learned in, I did a cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, the things I learned there also helped me a lot to deal with uh, stress in a better way. Um, so yeah, that, that also is one of the reasons I'm less stressed. But the main reason is that I have a team who is better at doing the things I don't like to do than I am. Uh, clients are always coming in. Money is not, 
like money was always such a big thing and cash flow was always such a big thing in the beginning. Um, although I, I wasn't stressed all the time. I mean, I, I still found it exciting. But yeah, it is less stressful now. That's a simple, <laughs> simple answer. Um, yeah. Uh, Dylan Browning asks, when making your first hire, why did why did you look for in that person? Oh yeah, what did I look for in that person outside skill set? Look, when you're doing your first hires, you just, I basically just hired um, a friend. So what did I look for in the person? Did they want to do the job? I think a lot of people, you probably overthink hiring, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, you just have to try out different things. You have to just try out different hires. You, you won't know what you're doing anyway. And so sometimes, and still today, it's just right place, right time. Someone, somebody just appears in your life and you're like, hey, that person could do this job. And then you just hire them. And that's that's how I did it. <laughs> it's still actually like that today. Um, Marcus Schiedelig, who I've worked with before. Hello, Marcus. I don't know if you're definitely not going to listen this far into the podcast, but thanks for your question. How is your life success metric intertwined with your business success metric i actually i don't really have a life success metric to be honest um that's more like a a feeling a feeling of satisfaction um a feeling of contentment and happiness um i don't have like as clear a metric for life as i do for business but for me to be honest, life and business are so intertwined for me that I it's not like sitting here doing this podcast in the AJ and Smart office. It's not like I, continue, I consider this to be work. I just consider this to be my life. And it's not like, yeah, like I don't separate in my mind. It's not all of these separate boxes, you know, but like when I'm sitting with my daughter and playing Lego with her, I'm not like, no, I'm doing life. And when I'm sitting here doing this podcast, I'm like, now I'm doing business. Um, I see it as all one big blob and one it's all very integrated. I actually wrote an article about that called Work-Life Balance is Stupid. And I know this comes, you know, you that I'm in a very, you know, privileged place. I hate the word privilege because everyone overuses it now. But I am in a very privileged position of having built a business over the last 12 years. And now I can relax a bit more and I can blend everything in a little little bit more. Um, But yeah, I don't really have like a clear business or life metric. It's all, I see it as all one thing. And the the metric, I guess, is like satisfaction. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel content. And for example, if I don't enjoy doing this podcast or if no one listens to it in like three weeks, I'll just be like, yeah, then I'm not doing it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't separate them so much. Um, I shouldn't go through so many of these questions because <laughs> I'm like, uh, they're so good that I'm going to ruin it for next week and I'll have no more questions. Uh, I'll ask, I'll answer one more because it's on the same topic Stanley Vaganov, again, I'm probably saying all these names wrong. Uh, He asks, let's have a look here. Uh, Let's see. 
Oh, wow. This is a great question. Sorry, Stanley, I'm going to come back to yours maybe next week. Jackie Das asks, what's something that everyone else does when they start a business that you totally ignored that didn't impact your success one bit? That's a great question. Uh, one thing I didn't do, we didn't make a website. So we didn't, uh, we didn't make business cards. We didn't make a website. We didn't bother focusing on coming up with like, what's our, you know, we did, we didn't think about what the company was necessarily. Um, we just knew, okay, we can do websites. We can do kind of app stuff. We immediately went into trying to sell without thinking deeply about how do we get a website and all that crap. We did, we also didn't have, um, portfolio because we had no clients and so what we did immediately was trying to set up meetups and in-person events to that would be interesting enough to get people to notice us in Berlin and then we started from there so we didn't didn't have a website we didn't do anything like that um so yeah a lot of people they get stuck like even this podcast you know if someone if someone was thinking especially someone with a big audience like me usually they're thinking oh my god I have to like it has to have a, we have to know the name, we have to know the, um, like the concept and we have to have like a really, it has to sound perfect. Like listen, listen to this podcast. I don't even know how it sounds. I don't, I'm like playing music from my computer randomly. I don't even know what these songs sound like before I click on them. Um, so yeah, I, I think for me, we started the business without any of like the, visual aspects of having a business you know we eventually did buy the domain name aj and smart it was like aj a n d smart and when you went there it was just literally the like email address of the contact email but no one was going there and yeah we we just ignored all of that stuff in the beginning yeah and like like with this podcast there's no website um I'll, i might change the name i didn't know what theme song the 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 deck that i'm recording on is actually not working properly and instead of wait i was actually going to wait until i got a response from road uh the company that made it um before i started recording uh but then i decided fuck it i'm just going to record i'm just going to do it i didn't even know again i that i could play the music from the laptop that, uh, that actually solves a lot of the problems um but yeah so great question jackie so i think that's enough for today I think that's enough of my voice for today. Uh, I can, uh, by the way, I know that sometimes when I breathe, it does this weird thing. I'll figure it out at some point. I know, I know, I kind of know the issue, but I didn't fix it. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that first episode of the Unscheduled CEO. If you would like me to read your question out, um, just subscribe to the how to business newsletter howtobusiness.substack.com and uh what i'll do for now is i'll post this episode on that substack so you'll get an email about it and in the comments of that episode you can write a question if you want and i'll read it out on air so yeah you can also it doesn't have to just be about the business it can be about like life it can be about deeper things i'll answer I'll answer what I think is the most. It can also be stupid stuff. You can also ask me like, what's my favorite bottle or something. Um, and maybe I'll have a better system next week to actually decide which ones. Um, I'd also love to hear. I'd also love if you shared it. I'd also love if you reviewed it. If you have the Apple podcast app. Mm. 
Yeah. So I don't know how to end. I mean, maybe I'll. This one sounds kind of fun for an ending. Uh, so I'm going to play a song and I'm going to fade it out and then I'm just going to press the, the stop button. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, hopefully I get this out on the week of. So hopefully this comes out on like the, the 17th of January. And you know what? If it does, then hopefully I also see you next week. Make sure you subscribe. I hope this was somewhat enjoyable for you. Have a lovely rest of your week. Bye-bye. Schedule. Oh.